This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca. For those of you who are new here, welcome. Or if you are not new and you've been part of the fam for a while, welcome back. I'm happy that you're here. Today I have kind of a fun episode, a funny episode. I thought of this the other day because I was actually on a TikTok live And I told a story, and I'm going to tell it again on this podcast. And when I told it, I was like, wait, that would be such a funny idea for a podcast episode. I can talk about just like funny stories from my life, just like funny things that have happened, embarrassing things that have happened, just things like that, just like stories from my life. And I love to tell stories. Like, I feel like I'm always, like, (laughs) going into random stories with so many details to people that, like, I'm just, like, an oversharer in that way. And I just kind of like to talk. But, yeah, I thought (laughs) we could do a little bit of, like, a lighthearted episode. I feel like a lot of my episodes are, like, very heavy and just a lot. And so I figured this would be a fun you know, change of pace and everything. So I guess we can just hop right into it. We will start with the story that I told on my live. Um, So if you were on that live, you already know the story. So just hang in there. There'll be more. But (laughs) okay, so this story is about the time that I broke my phone in Nashville. All right, so in high school, there was this program at my school. Also, my computer's like overheating as we speak, so if you hear that in the background, just ignore it. Um, there was this program at my school. It was called Health Oc, and basically, in that program, it was a two-year class. It was junior and senior year, I think, for everyone. Maybe not everyone. It was for me. And basically, the point of the class was it was sort of like a nursing class, and you also obtained your LNA license through the course. I think it was required. I'm actually not sure. Maybe you didn't have to do it, but I'm pretty sure you did. I think it was like part of the class, but regardless, I was doing it. And also for this class, we did this like competition thing. It was like a convention and health oc programs from all over the area, like had like a local competition and then if you placed at that competition you would go to nationals and so the group that I was in it was me and three girls who I 
at one point in high school was best friends with and then high school drama happened. Honestly, I don't even remember what happened, but it was just like stupid high school stuff. And by the time we did the competitions and everything, we were no longer friends. So that's like, well, we weren't like enemies, but we definitely like, I was aware they didn't really like me. And um, so that's like important to preface before I start the story. But so my group and I got um, critical problem solving and we placed, we ended up placing, I'm pretty sure we got first at like the local competition. And so because of that, we went to Nashville to compete with like all the other regional winners of uh, critical thinking, if that makes sense. And so I guess that's not really important, but I'm just like feeling the story. So we get to Nashville, whatever. One day, I don't remember how many days this was into the trip. I think the whole trip was like a week. Maybe it was only a weekend. I have no idea. I cannot remember, but we were like a couple days into the trip, I think. And all of us, like the whole group that was there, not just my group, was out by the pool. And I went to go swimming. And so I put my phone like on the chair I was sitting on and I took the corner of my towel and just like put it over the phone so that it wouldn't overheat, wouldn't get stolen, whatever. And I also had a cup of water sitting on the ground next to my chair. And so I go and I go swimming, whatever, do my thing. And I eventually end up obviously coming back to the chair. And I sit down and after a second, I go to reach for my phone. And when I do, it's not where I left it. And so I'm like, what? Like so many things are going through my head. I'm like, did it get stolen? Like what, where is it? And I look and it's no longer on the chair. And I look down and the phone had fallen (laughs) into the cup of water. It had fallen off the chair. I don't know, it must've like fallen off when I like got out of the chair to go in the pool. Like it fell through. Cause all I did was put the corner of the towel over it. So I guess it could have like slipped through the like holes or whatever. And it was fully in the cup of water (laughs) and I took it out and there was like lines all over the screen. And this was back. Like, I feel like nowadays phones, um, iPhones break, but it's more so they just like the back of them will crack. But this was back. I probably had like an iPhone five, maybe, maybe. No, I don't think I had a four. It was probably like a five. And so the screens were always cracking. These things were not durable like they are today. And Uh, Yeah, so it was like fully destroyed. So there was like lines all over the screen and it was like glitching and I was like, oh no. And so I was able to call my mom and tell her like I just broke my phone. And then shortly after that, like it just completely died. And so I remember like I, at this point in my life, I've mentioned in like a recent YouTube video, I had like a really hard time with sleepovers like all throughout childhood including in high school and like this Nashville trip was huge for me because it was like so scary because I was away from home and like so far from home and so now I had this like broken phone and I was in Nashville so far from home and I was with a group of girls who like I was aware didn't really like me and so I was like so scared and sad and anxious and I remember I that night I um was using one of their phones and I was like calling my dad in the bathroom and I was like bawling my eyes out because I was just like sad and whatever. Like it was such a huge deal to me back then. And 
Yeah, it was like horrible. And then I remember that girl who I was using her phone, she came and like wanted her phone back. And I remember being <laughs> so offended that she took her phone back because I just wanted to talk to my dad. And yeah, it, and then and then the next day, my teacher took me to Best Buy to try to get a new phone. And they like wouldn't let me because something having to do with like my mom's name was on the plan and because she wasn't there, they could, I don't know. Things are like a lot, e like it's a lot easier to get an iPhone nowadays than it was back then. But, cause if we're talking like 2016 and like things were, I just feel like it used to be really hard to get a phone. Like it wasn't just like go in and buy it type of thing. And yeah, so I couldn't even get a new phone until I went home. And then the story isn't even over yet. So then I get home and my mom takes me to the Apple store and they were getting a new phone, whatever. And they take out the SIM card and they put it in my new phone and they asked me like, do you use iCloud? And I, and I did. I At that point in time, I like shared an iCloud with my family and I was like, yeah. And so they were like, okay, you can go ahead and erase your old phone because all of this is going to transfer over shortly, blah, blah, blah. Well, I learned my lesson that day because <laughs> I erased my old phone only to find out that our family iCloud was just like, it was just like not up to date even a little bit. Like none of my stuff transferred over at all. I lost all of my pictures from like 2016 and, and before, like all of my early high school pictures, all of my middle school pictures, all of my texts, all my contacts, literally everything I literally erased because I thought they were going to be transferred over. Cause you know how they have you erase it. Yeah. I literally sabotaged myself, but I was also sabotaged by the Apple worker. And then my SIM card didn't help me either because for some reason it was just giving me like my sister's contacts and like my sister's pictures. I was getting my sister's texts. It was like this whole big annoying thing. <laughs> and yeah, so that was like one of those like random things in my life that was so traumatic for no reason, all because of a broken phone in Nashville. And uh, because I literally lost all my pictures and all my videos and all my contacts and everything. And to this day, I, whenever I get a new phone, I do not leave the Apple store until I see everything transferred over because I don't trust them anymore. I learned my lesson and I'm always like that. They're like, you, you can go, like it's going to take a while. And I'm like, no, I'll stay. <laughs> I'll stay right here because of that one time in like 2016 when my, I thought my life was over because my phone broke. But <laughs> yeah, so that is my first story <laughs> really really random uh but yeah it it was it was a time it was traumatic at the time for no reason and now it's so funny looking back on okay next story i'm just gonna say from here on out mom and dad if you're listening don't or you're not allowed to be mad at me because this was all so long ago and i'm sorry <laughs> in advance Okay, so, okay, <laughs> let me just preface. So these next two stories are about high school parties. And I just want to say, I was not a partier in high school. I was a very well-behaved, very tame high schooler. I really was not sneaky. I think these two times are like the only two times I like was in any sort of sneaky. Like I, I genuinely was a really well-behaved teenager and really just didn't get into much trouble. But there was a couple of things. And so I'm gonna tell you about them. So I, 
I did not go to high school parties often. I think I went to two of them and I have a story from each one. So this story, um, so I, I dated this boy <laughs> way back when and his parents were out of town and so he threw a party. And ironically, he and his friends were kind of like into the party scene and I wasn't, but they, they were big party people. And so I wanted to be fun. I wanted to be hip. And so I went to this party. And I, I think I never went to high school parties because I was always afraid about like getting in trouble or like get the cops coming and busting the party and whatever. And I think because I knew these people were like pro party people <laughs> and like it also wasn't in the town I went to school in, I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, I'll go. So I went with one of my friends and I'm going to call her, hmm, we'll call her Megan. Sure. So Megan and I go to this party and I, of course, didn't tell my parents that I was going to this party. So I told them I was going to Megan's house. So they were under the impression I was at Megan's house and I was not. I was at this party that my boyfriend was throwing and the party was fine. I mean, it, it wasn't even like fun and I didn't really know anyone besides my boyfriend and this kid I worked with and Megan and whatever, but I ended up sleeping there with Megan and just because, I mean, I literally didn't drink. I was so scared of drinking for so long. I don't think I had one sip of alcohol that night and I was drinking soda out of a cup and I remember being really embarrassed because this this boy came up to me and he was like, he could smell my orange soda and he was like, are you just drinking soda? And I remember being so embarrassed and I was like, yeah, like it's just, just right now, like I've already had too much. Like I like stayed something up. But um, yeah, basically I, I like wasn't even drunk, but we ended up staying there. I don't remember why. And so, or maybe, maybe Megan told her mom we were at my house and I told my mom that I was at Megan's house and that's why we couldn't go back to her house. I don't remember. Regardless, we stayed over. And so the next morning we were leaving and I didn't get a car until I bought myself one when I was 18. So at the time I, I was probably like 16 at this point or 17. And so I was still using my mom's car. And so... I had her car and me and Megan were getting into the car and this other girl who I knew through my boyfriend that I met a couple times was also leaving. And so we had parked across the street in this parking lot and I was like parked and then her car was parked like across the way so that like the the road of the parking lot was like in between our cars, if that makes sense. And like the back of both our cars were facing each other like we were in parking spots directly across from each other and the backs of our cars were facing each other. So, uh, we're both getting, or all three of us are getting in the cars at the same time. And this girl gets in her car. It's this like van and we wave goodbye. Like she sees us. We're like, bye, like drive safe. And I'm going and putting my bag, my duffel bag in the backseat of my mom's car. And as I'm doing that, that girl rams into the back of my mom's car I don't know like she literally said bye to us she knew we were there and she just fully backed into my mom's car and I was like no 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 and then she got out and like there was like a little 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 mark on my mom's car but her her car was fine and I was like well I can't 
take her information in case anything else is wrong because then I'd have to explain to my mom why I was in this town with this girl at this at like literally 6 a.m. when I'm supposed to be at Megan's house. And so I like couldn't take any of her information, whatever. And I was just like, it's okay, like don't worry about it. And I never said anything. My parents didn't even notice until like months later. And I was like, oh, I have no idea what that is. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> and I still have not told them to this day. So they'll find out uh, through this episode if they listen to it. But yeah, that that was one time I got myself in. I mean, that wasn't even in trouble, but that was like something sneaky I did. I did not tell my parents that I did in fact. Well, I it wasn't my fault, but I did sneak to a party and their car did get hit the next morning. But anyways, um, <laughs> okay, so this next story also involves a party. I swear, like, I don't know exactly if I only went to two parties, but I did not go to parties in high school, like genuinely. And so this time, this was like, this party was like the talk of the town. This boy had planned he was going to be throwing a party because his parents were out of town. And I'm not kidding you, like the entire school knew about it. Like it was about to be like the the biggest bash of the town in in the history of the town. Like things were about to get thrown down. Like people were going crazy talking about it. Like people were like, oh my God, it's gonna be like Project X, blah, blah, blah. Like making it a huge deal. And so naturally me and my best friend Lauren wanted to go. And I'm using Lauren's name because it's Lauren and I don't care and she doesn't care. So we go to this party and immediately we walk in and we're like what because there's like boys there that are like out of high school and it was just like weird because like we were pretty pretty young I think was this senior year no because I didn't do track senior year so it must have been junior year junior year was when I got a little bit crazy guys but um yeah so we must have been like 16 17 and there was like 20 year olds and older and it was like this is weird and also just like the big party people of the town were there and like people that we just like did not hang around with and people who got into a lot of trouble and so we were just like oh like right off the bat we were like this is weird and again like I mentioned I didn't like I was scared to drink for so long and Lauren also at that point in time like didn't drink and um we were just hanging out for like I think we were there probably for like an hour total like genuinely not a long time I remember like this was like my first time like really seeing like people smoking and people drinking and I was like whoa what is this and like being really uncomfortable and this I actually did drink something at this party I took my first shot and it was fireball and it was amazing because fireball is amazing but I remember my this boy that I was friends with wanted me to take the shot and I was so scared and so he gave me like a half a shot and I took it and uh, like obviously it didn't do anything to me and it was whatever but um that's all I drank at that party I don't think Lauren had anything maybe I'm gen I have no idea and so we were like okay we're leaving because this is sus like first of all there's cars like parked all down the road <laughs> and there was already talk before the party even started that it was going to get busted like the cops already knew about it because this is like a small town and like everybody knew about the party and so like there was already talk before the party that it was going to get busted and so we were like we need to go there's like too many people here this is bad news so we leave and we lived like five minutes from this house 
And we pull back into Lauren's driveway. And I kid you not, as we're pulling in, her boyfriend at the time calls us. And he's like, he's hiding. (laughs) He's hiding from the cops. And he's like, Lauren, the cops are here. And whatever. Anyways, we ended up leaving before the cops came. But um, the next Monday at school, there was talk about how... Somebody that was at the party was like feeding the athletic director names of athletes that were at the party. And like I mentioned, I did track. And so people were getting suspended from their sport. And I heard that people who turned themselves in were not getting as big of a punishment. So like if you got caught... It, like if you, if you were on the list and you got caught, you were getting a, a higher suspension than if you went and turned yourself in. And so me being me, I'm like, well, I have no idea if I'm on this list. I wasn't really relevant enough to be on the list, but also I could definitely see myself being on the list. And so I was like, well, I don't want to like lose my whole season. So I'm going to turn myself in. So I go, I turn myself in. And I had to get suspended from like, I think it was like two meets, two track meets or something, or maybe it was one. And I had to tell my coach. Um, But I found out, I mean, I don't know, but like I found out other people were telling me that I wasn't, my name wasn't even on the list. Like it was like only like, maybe it was like, I forget the basketball team or like the soccer team or something like someone had said that like an entire team was there or something like that I forget exactly but I was fully most likely not on the list like I'm pretty sure somebody was like no I saw the list and you weren't on it and I fully turned myself in and I literally was only there for like an hour and I didn't do anything wrong like I took my first shot it was so innocent and I literally left before the cops came and I ended up having to tell my coach and to this day I love my coach like I love I loved him and we were like pretty close and I remember being so sad I had to tell him and he was like really nice about it but he was disappointed in me and like I just felt really bad and like that's what that was the worst part of it and yeah I got suspended from a couple track meets but it was what it was and those were like the two times that I got in trouble in high school (laughs) but they weren't they were very mild honestly um okay So this next story is, this just explains my anxiety (laughs) and it's like pretty short, but it's from when I was like pretty young, I was probably like nine or 10 and my mom's friend lived in this like condo place and there was like a pool house that was like where people could throw events, like host events, parties, whatever. And we were there one time because her, my mom's friend had thrown some sort of thing and I was there with her. And there was like a basement and the basement like led out to the pool. And so I had been in that, it wasn't a basement. It was just downstairs from the clubhouse. And then it was like on the level of the pool. And so for the times I had been at the pool, I went in that area to use the bathroom because that's where the pool bathroom is. So I went down there and I was like familiar with that downstairs area. And I was like playing, I was like very imaginative. I loved playing make-believe. I loved playing house. So I'm, and I had this like obsession with stairs. Like I loved going up and down stairs and things like that. It's like, it was really weird. I also had an obsession with bathrooms. Um, and so I was like going up and down the stairs, playing whatever game I was playing by myself. And eventually 
I was done playing. And so I went to go, I went upstairs to open the door and the door was locked. And I was like, okay, I'll just go out the pool and go around. So I go back down the stairs and I try to go out the pool door. And for some reason, the pool door was locked. I'm thinking about it now and I'm like, there's no way that was locked. Because wouldn't it make sense that you could lock it from the inside and not just the outside? But for whatever, I couldn't open it. And the bathrooms were open, but of course that didn't help me because I couldn't get out through the bathrooms. It's either the pool door, I go around, or I go back up the stairs and open the door. So I go back up the door, and I, I'm, or I go back up the stairs to the door, and I knock. But of course, there's a bunch of people there, and so they can't hear my knock. <laughs> and so I'm like banging on the door, whatever, and I'm in there for like a while. Like, not gonna lie a while and I started to cry started to have a meltdown I'm like oh my god like I'm gonna die in here my mom like forgot about me and I'm like trying to calm my little nine-year-old self down like she's not gonna leave without you so you only have to stay in here a few hours like you're gonna be okay there's a bathroom but I'm like freaking out and eventually I'm like banging on the door and I think my mom ends up hearing me and she lets me out but it was like really traumatizing and I really think that shaped me to who I am today and made me such an anxious person because that was like I genuinely was so afraid in that moment but yeah that's my little short my little short story and okay next story I want to tell you guys is about the time that I like totally friend zoned my prom day and made things really awkward so I around um around prom I was dating a boy but we ended up breaking up tea and so we broke up for whatever reason and I didn't have a prom date anymore and this was only like a few weeks before prom like maybe like two or three and this boy I'm gonna call him we'll call him Hmm. We'll call him. No. Oh my god! Wait. No. We'll call him. We'll call him Jacob. Sure. So, Jacob asked me to be his prom date, but like literally over text. Like it wasn't cute. It was nothing. Like I needed a prom date. He needed a prom date, and he was friends with Lauren's prom date, and so it was gonna gonna be fine and so he asked me to be his prom date literally over text and we never were a thing we probably were texting at that point in time because like we didn't really know each other very well and we were prom dates but like besides that like we were not a thing it was just like we were prom dates and me lauren her date and what did i call him i'm just gonna call him my date i forget the fake name i made up Basically, us four were for after prom. We didn't really get invited to a prom house or anything. So we decided to like get a hotel and just like have our own little party. And so basically, like we we do pictures, everything for prom. Like it's all going fine. Like nothing's going wrong. Definitely not into him, but like it's just prom. And, um, prom itself was okay except I was like like I wasn't there to like slow dance with him and like be like a date to him like it was kind of just for the pictures I don't know like I don't know I just didn't want to like dance with him and so I was just like on the dance floor like dancing with my friends and whatever and I remember Lauren's prom date being kind of like he's like mad at you and I'm like why 
And he's like, because you're, like, not dancing with him. And I'm like, well, he's not even on the dance floor, first of all. Second of all, we're literally not a thing. Like, we're just prom dates. Like, I'm literally dancing with my friends. He's annoying. I didn't say that. But, um, actually, I probably did. But, <laughs> I, yeah, I was just like, okay. Like, I'm literally just dancing with my friends. And, anyways, we go to the hotel. And it was, like, very chill, very mild. Like, I think we drank a little bit. But, like, nobody was... Oh, actually, wait, I forgot. My prom date was like drinking a lot and the other three of us like weren't. And we were like, why is he drinking so much? Like, this is weird. Like, none of us are drinking like that. Like, why is he getting crunk on his own? And um, whatever, we like played card games or whatever. And the way the room was, was it was like one bathroom, one big bed. We'll just say it's like a queen. And then like in this like, like it was part it was part of the same room but it was like sort of in another room I think there was like a curtain you could close or maybe like French doors there was two twin beds and Lauren and her prom date were fully dating by the way and I did not want to sleep anywhere near this boy my prom date and so we like walk into the room and I sorry Lauren but I completely cocklocked Lauren I was like me and Lauren get the big bed <laughs> and me and Lauren that night slept in the big bed together and the boys slept in the twin beds in like the separate area and I had fallen asleep pretty quickly that night and I wake up <clears throat> the next morning and I look at my phone and my date had texted me and he said and these were his exact words I'll never forget he said I think I like you but I don't fucking know and I was like no <laughs> Please, God, no. And I just never said anything back. I never said anything back. I just pretended like I never saw the text. I never answered. I barely spoke to him the next day. And it was so awkward because the four of us went to an escape room. And he was getting, like, so aggravated. And we were all like, why is he so mad? And he was just like... I guess just mad that I like ignored his text, which like looking back on it, that was like really mean of me. And I should have just been like, oh, thank you. Like, but I'm not interested, but I was like four. So like, obviously I didn't know any better, but yeah, I fully just completely friend zoned him. And it was so weird the next day. And then he ended up like leaving and it was just like, not like he didn't leave like in an abrupt way, but he like left before we were all done hanging out pretty much. And then it was just like me, Lauren and her date. And it was just like, it was just awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward, but it was it was fun and a very funny story. And me and Lauren still laugh about it to this day. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that was that. And then I'll I'll tell this story. This one is a little bit PG PG thirteen R, um, but I've never told this story. Um, but I'm going to tell it because why not? We're grown here. So yeah. Okay. So I, if you guys didn't know, I did not realize I was gay until I was about 18 or was I 19? I might've been 19. Um, and I realized it in a weird way. I, uh, got a crush on this girl I worked with and she ended up being my first girlfriend but yeah I like realized I had a crush on her and it was really weird because I was like kind of talking to this boy uh 
yeah, I guess we were talking, but also it was like the beginning of like freshman year of college. So like everyone kind of flirts with everyone, but also like we, we, there was something going on and I knew he liked me and, but we were also really good friends and he was so sweet. I'm still friends with him to this day. And like, he's such a sweetheart, but, um, yeah, we like had a thing going on and anywho, one time we were hanging out in his dorm room if you're picking up what I'm putting down. And this was right when I was realizing like, dang, I have a crush on that girl, girl. And so we were quote unquote, hanging out, wink, wink. And I just started to cry. (laughs) I started to cry in this boy's bed. And... Obviously, he was very sweet or else I wouldn't be friends with him today. But I explained to him what was happening and what I was feeling and just kind of explained. Oh, excuse me. High blood sugar. Um, yeah, just kind of explained everything. And he was really, really, really nice about it. But I definitely cried in a boy's bed because I was gay. (laughs) So now you know. Um, Anyways, those are my stories that I have for you guys. You really just knowing all parts of me. Those are some of my, those are some of my life stories. Like if someone's like, tell me a story from your life, it's usually one of those. So I really hope that you guys (laughs) enjoyed. Uh, Some of these are embarrassing. Some of these are funny. Some of these are all the above. Some of them are kind of sad. Yeah. So anyways, really hope you guys loved it. If you guys want more episodes like this, definitely let me know. Send me an Instagram DM, whatever. And also make sure you guys follow me on all of my other social media. It's always in the description of the podcast episodes, but also... Um, it's just Soph Mosca on everything besides Snapchat is S O P H E R R R. But besides that, with everything being said, I really love you guys. I'm so happy to be back recording this podcast and I'm so excited to talk to you guys soon with a new episode. Bye.